Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your host, Angie Scott and Barb Carey. Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast. I'm Angie Scott. I'm not even sure of the words to introduce this episode. It's unlike anything we've done thus far, and if you don't walk away with a warm feeling and some major inspiration, then I just don't know what. You're about to witness something incredibly special. My co-host Barb Carey did a live Woman Angler and Adventure podcast at this year's Wisconsin Women Fish's 12th Annual Fish Camp. What a special group of women. I think you could search the world over and not find anything like it. It's clear that they are a family all about camaraderie, teaching, learning, and supporting each other. And I'm saying this as a person who hasn't experienced it firsthand myself. It's just from putting this episode together. All that to say you are in for a major treat today. Sit back and enjoy this live episode then visit thewomanangler.com slash 29 to check out some behind-the-scenes photos, links to join Wisconsin Women Fish, and believe me, you're going to want to after witnessing this. And if you're not in Wisconsin, that's okay because they have members from all over. And you'll find much more on, again, the website is thewomanangler.com slash 29. All right, without further ado, let's jump into the special episode. Well, kind of live. We're taping it. You're not here. We're going to record it later, but there's a whole bunch of people here. And they're all women, and they're all anglers, and they're all full of adventure, and I could not be more proud to be here with them today. And, you know, it's amazing, the, the talent, the knowledge, the skill in this room. And I just wanted to kind of share with our viewers a few of the things that's going on in the world of women angling in this great group of women from Wisconsin Women Fish. This is our 12th annual fish camp. We're up in northern Wisconsin on the Turtle Flambeau Flowage, and uh, we have three or four resorts rented because there's so many of us. I think there's 70 of us. We didn't have room for one. We had to get all the neighbors involved, and uh, it's amazing, and uh, you know, it's been like typical for one of our events, you know, 81 degree, 80, 81 day, 45 and snowing the next, but that's what makes it fun. I mean, if it was, if it was in Florida on the golf course, Pat might disagree with me, but it'd be boring, right? So we have women, I think the youngest one, I think Kimberly, where's Kimberly? Kimberly, how old are you, Kimberly? 29. I think Kimberly's our youngest one, and I think our oldest woman is Pat. Pat, how old are you? 82. 82. Yeah. How old are you? Oh my God. Brittany Hoffman, 25. Oh my God, 25. Uh, see, now you're an old lady now, Kim. You're 29 year old, an old lady. 
And I will say, you know, if you're going to, like, have aspirations to be something when you get older, have it be Pat McGrath. <laughs> the oldest gal in this fishing club. She's, she's uh, the sponsor of the Bloody Mary Bar, which is the only reason people come here, I think, is the free Bloody Mary Bar. It's just fantastic. Thank you, Pat. And another really cool thing that we have that happens here is we have multi-generational people that come. I think last year we had six mother-daughter groups that came, right? And I think today, I think we only have two groups. If I can have those two mother-daughter groups come up to me in the hot seat, please. Oh, no, there's three. There's three. Any other, any other mother-daughter groups? I know there's three, at least three. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, we got one who's, like, on her way, but she's not quite here. Hey, Jerry, come up anyway. Your dog, come on. Sue, Sue, come on up anyway. So, yeah. So, for, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start out here. I'm gonna start out here with Chris Bowie, who's been a, a member of this club for a long time. If, many of you may have not known this, but Chris found out about Wisconsin women fish while on vacation in Mexico. So if you haven't heard that story, make sure you ask her. She's also full of other stories. And I tell you what, bear hunting, goose hunting. I mean, I'm an outdoor writer. And many times after talking to her, I thought, oh, I got to write that story because it's just fantastic. And her, her beautiful daughter, Darlene, is here. And she is like started fishing like not that long ago. And now she's catching bigger fish than everyone. So we got to deal with that. But Chris... Thank you for being on the radio show today. And tell me, tell me like a little bit what it's like to be out here at this fishing event with your daughter. It's the most fantastic thing ever is to have fish with her because she never liked it when she was a kid. I used to have to drag her kicking and screaming. <laughs> but now she likes it. So it's way fun. We're having a time of our life. You know, I hear this is a common theme over and over. You know, I mean, when you get to be grown-ups, and if you can find a way to connect with your um, parent or daughter, I mean, that's just magic. What What is your take on all this? She's right. She used to drag me along fishing, and I would bring my book, and I would sit in the boat, and I would read, and I was bored out of my mind. Um, I don't know. I started fish camp three years ago, and... Last was it last year? I got the plaque for the biggest fish. Woohoo! Yay me! So what what made that change? What was that transformation for you that went from reading a book in a boat to actually wanting to be pursue fish? Because I know right now you're a passionate angler. Downsizing my life. I had a stressful, chaotic, horrible job that probably took a decade off my life, and I decided to downsize my life. Moved to the lake. Uh, Got a job working from home, bought a boat, and I'm here at fish camp. Wow, what a testimonial there, how to live your life. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Next over here, Brittany. Brittany, the youngest one in the, in the group. And, and I want to say her mom is just like the fourth youngest one in the group, <laughs> right? Right? Isn't that about true? How old are you, Diana? 40-ish. 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 We love that. So, Brittany... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do ask the young ones to do the heavy lifting, and your mom is still in that group. I'm just saying. I carry. I <laughs> so what, what is this experience like for you? And who was in the club first? I don't really remember. I was in the club first, um, and I was like, hey, wait, wait. I found this crazy group uh, down by Oxford, and we just went on a lake, and we just caught fish, and it was amazing. It was negative 40. And she's like, ah. So from there, I, I just kept hammering, like, oh, these, these women are amazing. These women are amazing. So she's like, okay, I think I'm going to try it. So she signs up then a few uh, few months later from that, from my first visit, and it's it's been just amazing since then. It's a whole other way to connect. My sister's not here, so it's she's really mine all weekend. I'm selfish a little bit, but no, really, we enjoy fishing together, and that's like it, it just it's family, it's life, it's it's everything. So that's awesome. That's awesome. No, no, I know. Yeah, both of you guys are really good anglers. I mean, I've fished with you at numerous events. You know, what what's your take on being in the club with your daughter and just fishing in general? Uh, just being in the club in general with all these other women is amazing because, you know, I've fished with plenty of men and the experience with the women is way more, um, you guys give more information, more tips, you're more helpful, you tell us what lake you're going to, where the fish are, and you're nicer. Like you help us land fish and you, and you, and you applaud us. You don't like, you know, the, you, the men will scowl because you caught the biggest fish, you know, or, you know, you did something wrong and then they're telling you what you did wrong. And, you know, you, you encourage us to think outside the box. Well, I will say that she is a newlywed. So what does that tell you, right? She hasn't been married that long and she still has that thing that she's, you know, the glory of the new marriage isn't twisting her view on fishing with men versus women, right? I don't, I don't know. You know, he's a good trooper and he helps me clean fish. So I got a good one. <laughs> oh, that's what we want. You know, and if he cooks and does the dishes, it's an added bonus. Absolutely. So now we go over to Sparky and Ruth. Sparky and Ruth. Ruth is the mom, and we had hors d'oeuvres when we first started here. And I tell you, I had the best pickled bluegill and sunfish in my life. Everyone was raving out. Ruth made it. Ruth and Sparky. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit what this means to you, Ruth. I know you're a diehard angler. You have been for quite a while. What's what's the scoop for you? Well, it just it's a fun thing to do. And Sparky and I have been fishing since she was able to stand in the boat. So, um, like two years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> she still can't stand in the boat. <laughs> we love our Sparky, right? So, I mean, how often do you fish? I mean, and what is, has this being involved in the club changed your fishing uh, amount that you fish throughout the course of the year? Not really, no, because I, I fish as much as I want to. When I'm bored, I go fish. And you fish by yourself, don't you? Most of the time, I have some fishing husbands. Oh. <laughs> That's what they're called. And, and we go fishing, but uh, mostly ice fishing. That's all my ice fishing. You know, that's not a luxury that all women have, having someone, having multiple fishing husbands. I mean, that is, that is something that you could put on your resume, Ruth. That is, that is kind of a new thing. And Sparky, Sparky, you know, how is it from your angle? I see your face is all red already. Um, this is the best group of women I've ever met in my life. And having my mom in this group with me is, is just amazing. Like, uh, was it two years ago? We got, I got her a membership for the club for a Christmas present. And that's how I got her into this club. 
So it's been it's been wonderful. I get to see her a little more now. So I think it's the only time they see each other on fishing events, right? Yeah, yeah, best brownies. I tell you, you know, we have women from all over the place, all different skill levels, from beginners to very experienced anglers. Um, One gal here, Teresa Mead, has been a pioneer in the walleye tournament fishing industry for women. Teresa, would you mind coming up here? And I'm telling you right now, Teresa, before the weekend is out, I'm going to want a standalone interview with you, just me and you talking about this whole, whole walleye fishing industry. You know, when we look at what opportunities are available for us today in fishing, in the fishing industry, you know, we really have to think and thank the women that have come before us because it's not always been an easy road. And Teresa has been... Teresa has been around for just a couple years, but what she's done in that amount of time is like, it's like it's taken forever. And you're so accomplished. You're a professional walleye angler. You've been around when people were mean to women. And Teresa, I'm so glad you're part of this club. Just give us a little bit of a taste about, you know, where you've come from, from the beginning until now. Um, Well, I started fishing tournaments in the 90s. And uh, it was really difficult, and I went from just the small tournaments, and then I took the step into big tournaments, and I had, it was really, really difficult. I had my husband who was, you know, very helpful and stuff, but uh, I had to put up with a lot of abuse, is how I would say it, yeah. Um, but I persevered, and I just kept going, and there's, you know, been a lot of people that have started to fish, you know, after me, Barb, you being one of them, and um I'm at the end of my career. I'm done. This is it. (laughs) This is my last year. Well, one of the things I think that, you know, and I think it's true across the board, if women get really engaged with something, whether it be tournament fishing or everything, there's that component, but they're also looking for a component where they can give back. And you've been running youth clinics for how long now? Tell me a little bit about the youth clinics. Oh, I started with the NPAA. If you guys have ever heard of that, it's a National Professional Anglers Association which you and I were one of the first girls that had gone there, and that was difficult, remember that? Um, but then every year since then, I've done kids' tournaments, and this last year, a um, couple, what, a couple weeks ago, I just did one, and somebody here was, brought one of their kids, but it's just a lot of fun. We had um, 70 kids and parents, and everybody, we got almost everybody out on a boat, and uh what has happened is after years have gone by and I start, I fish the tournaments, I turn around and one of the kids that were in the kids tournament, I'm fishing against them. I'm like, oh my God, this is so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing here? (laughs) One of the things, you know, that people probably don't realize is how accomplished she is as an angler and she's competing against all these guys, a lot of these guys that were giving her a hard time and you've had some pretty successful finishes. Tell me about some of your top finishes. Well, you know, I took um, Angler of the Year once and did a lot of, I've done a lot of top 10, a lot of firsts and uh, did the PWT and did that. There was uh, 120 anglers and then 120 co-anglers and I was always the only woman. There was never, there was one co-angler that was a woman once, um, but it was always hard and it was hard on my husband too, you know, going there, but, um, just keep going. And I'm still fishing tournaments and now Tony is fishing tournaments at the same circuit with us. And that's your niece. That's my niece. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Teresa, I know from myself as a professional angler and someone who's been in the industry and seen the hard parts of it, I cannot thank you enough for what you've done. And it's really appreciative of the time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Teresa. Yep. You know, one of the things that um, we've done and we've learned over the course of the years is that not only do we have this great organization that we're involved in, Wisconsin Women Fish, but there's other organizations as well. And, you know, the blessed thing about social media is we've been able to find each other and connect with each other and share and grow. And uh, one of our new members from Wisconsin Women Fish um, Julie Lane. Julie, thanks for being at your first fish camp ever. Oh, I wouldn't miss it. Now, Julie, I, I've known her for years because she's been a member of the Women Anglers of Minnesota, which is one of the country's longest-running women's fishing clubs. It's been around for over 40 years. And Julie has been a past president and very involved in that organization and has seen things develop over the course of the years. Julie, tell us a little bit about what it was like for you years ago as a president and kind of trying to organize some of these women together to kind of promote angling and women and, and develop skills. Tell me a little bit about your experience. Well, it was always interesting how we would find women at sports shows or different areas that wanted to learn, but were so fearful of coming out because of being ridiculed by men or trying to back a boat into the lake or different things. So as soon as they found a group of women, they were excited to be a part of that because they felt the camaraderie and they felt supported rather than ridiculed. So that that um, always made us happy to have new members and to teach. And our mission on women anglers was also to teach children, and that is something that we continue today and to donate over 500 rods and reels to kids every year and take kids fishing every year. Awesome. Really, really awesome organization. I take uh, over 35 kids ice fishing every year, and also I, this year I had over 40 kids on pontoons just trying to get uh, sunfish. Every kid actually caught a fish this year. We saw eagles, we saw deer, and those kids will be hooked for life, so it's wonderful. Well, I know you've been around for a long time in the trenches when it wasn't easy. And now her first experience with Wisconsin Women Fish was she went to the Canadian trip like, what, six weeks ago. First time, you know, I'm going to go check out those Wisconsin Women Fish gals. And about a week after she got home, they signed up for Fish Cap. <laughs> what, right? What did you, what's, what did you like about us, how we do things? Well, I tell you, I, I said on the way here that I want to be a Wisconsin woman fish not a woman angler of Minnesota. That's, I want you to be my first. Um, I'm just, I love the group. I love that there's no politics. I love that everyone helps each other and everyone's trying to teach each other and everybody jumps in each other's boats. And it's, I had the time of my life in Canada and it was a no-brainer to be here. I usually have something on this weekend every single year and I just gave it up because I wanted to come to fish camp. Wow, that, that says a lot right there, you know. And you know what? We're lucky to have you because I know you gave a seminar at, in Canada. You know, I knew you were an experienced angler and some of the new gals at Canada were new and you gave a seminar that people talk, still talk about. They still, they've still, in fact, I bought a freaking beetle spin today at the bait store. I've been getting emails and texts since Canada, all the fish that they've been catching on beetle spins. It's wonderful. I love that lure. I bought some on the way here too. <laughs> 
That was her one go-to bait. You know, and, and historically, Women Anglers of Minnesota has had tournament after tournament. And she's like always like getting the double, triple trophy with the fancy jacket and the grand prize and marching up there. And she's fishing with a freaking beetle spin every time. I, uh, but she gave us her secret. So now the secret is out. Yeah, one thing else I want to mention, something that happened in Canada that I don't know if all of you know, but Julie got a fish hook in her eye. Oh, my God. How does that even happen? I, I actually had a walleye on, and I said, I have a, a fish on, and the other Julie was trying to reel her lure in real quick, and it popped out of the water, hit the motor, hit the corner of my eye, and slid across my eyeball, and my eyelid closed. And we didn't know if it was in the eye or not. And long story short, 80 miles later, at the end of the road to find a hospital... And a great doctor from New Zealand, and he popped it through the eyelid and cut it off, and the rest is history. Wow. Now, her partner's name is also... Yeah, she caught the fish. Her, her, her partner in the boat, the one with the, the errant line that got away, is also named Julie. So now they're referred to as Julie and Two-Eyed Julie. <laughs> So that's Two-Eyed Julie over there. Thanks for talking to me today, Julie. You know, we, we, don't, just, we, don't, just, I, we just don't open water fish. Ice fishing is a huge thing for us. And, you know, like I said before, women that are really get engaged in fishing and have a passion for it kind of, you know, take it one step further to promote the sport, not only for themselves but for other women and kids and the resource in general. And one of our other members is part of a huge project called the Women Ice Angler Project. And she's been around there from the beginning. Her name is Bonnie Tim. Bonnie, you're at Fish Camp. Thanks for being here. I wouldn't miss it. I love it. Now, Bonnie, Bonnie, we have a couple special things we say about Bonnie. One of them is she could catch a fish out of a toilet bowl. <laughs> because she is one of the best jigging anglers I know, ice fishing, and she has this reputation, if, you, if, if Bonnie can't catch a fish, no one's catching a fish. And that's why she was picked to be on the Women Ice Angler Project. Tell us a little bit about that project. Um, there's a group of us. Uh, let's see, it varies from year to year, about six of us. Um, we've, we've met uh, the past few years. Um, we pick a different location. And it's really to promote... Um, Women and and the sport of ice fishing, getting women involved in it, getting women interested in it, uh, promoting the the different uh, clothing and things that are out there for women. Um, just, it's a great thing to do in the winter time, and we really try to promote it. Yeah, another big piece of that project, which I'm also involved in, is is getting some media content. I mean, I know I can look around this room right now, and and I can tell you that the amount of money that you women spend on fishing, whether it be open water or ice fishing, is huge. It's huge. So when we're looking in a catalog or a magazine that's advertising fishing products, you know, I think it's fair to ask that we're represented, don't you guys? I mean, it's only fair, you know. So, you know, a lot of times these corporations have a hard time getting it. You know, and the only way that they are going to get it is if we keep kicking them. And we're kicking them, and they're listening. You know, their shins are getting bruised, and they're sore, and they're getting sick of it. So they're finally getting it, and it pays off for them. 
And for those of you that kind of stand up and say, you know what, I deserve to be counted. I applaud you because we have sponsors that support us. You support them. You give them feedback. You, you know, you let people know that we are a huge market share in this industry. And for those of you that are making a difference and really making your voice heard, I applaud all of you. I really appreciate it. And uh, let me just tell you, let me just pick somebody brand new, brand new, right out that no one ever knew before this very moment, and they just showed up here with 70 other women. I think I spot one of those people over here. Kim! Yes, Barb. So you are, nobody knows you, you don't know anybody, you're the out of the blue, you're here up in northern Wisconsin, four hours from where you live with a bunch of strangers. How did that even happen? I was fishing the spillway over by the rendezvous in Montello, and I had my kayak with me. It was up on the, I was doing the spillway fishing, but I had my kayak with me. And the lady said, hey, she said, do you know about this group that's um, from around here? <laughs> no, it's a group of women, Wisconsin Women Fish. And uh, she said, the president lives close by. She said, you should check it out. And I did. And I stalked you guys for about a year. <laughs> as as best I could, as best I could, uh, yes, I was a stalker. Um, my mom got sick, and so I, I really had to spend more time with that. But I was kind of watching from a distance. And then I joined so I could go to the UP trip last year. And then my dad got sick. So um, so that's how I found out about you guys. And I have to admit, I grew up on a lake. I, too, hated fishing. We had a fiberglass boat that my dad wanted me to row around for him. <laughs> So I, would, I, too, would take a book out and just row him around the lake. And then he bought a motor, and he never asked me to go back out with him again. Oh, how heartbreaking. I know. And um, so I never really was a real avid fisher person, you know, way back then. But I went to Canada and fell in love with it. That was my first trip to Canada. Caught a nice northern and had a great experience with an eagle. And that was it. Now my granddaughters go with me. Nice. Yeah, Sarah wants to know how old you have to be to join the group. She'll be 13 this <laughs> Yeah, well, a little bit, yeah, yeah. There, There is, you know, some of these women just can't hold their liquor, so we, we got to we gotta keep some of the young ones out. But. I don't know who that woman was in Montello that day, but if she's part of the group, or if you, you know, I thank her because it's because of her that I even knew you existed. Wow, that's an, that's an awesome story. You know, we're going to close this out with one last guest that I'm going to talk to today. And it's the only other person in the room besides me that's been to every single fish camp. And that's Holly Hansen. <laughs> Holly has been, you know, when we were, we first met 13, 14 years ago and kind of, <laughs> you know what, that, that just sums it up. Right? We did not meet the first day of fish camp, right? It's the 12th annual fish camp. We met before that day. Oh, jeez. So, putting all that aside, let's talk about how fishing for you has changed and what fish camp and how this whole progression of women in the outdoors and women angling has gone through this circuit in the last 12 years. It's been quite an evolution. <laughs> I mean, I, I moved up to the Northwoods um, back in 1995, and I fished a little bit growing up my, with my dad and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, bobber fishing and 
I was kind of the person that showed up with the Zebco 33 Classic and a bobber and a number 9 or 810 hook split shot, and that was fishing for all the fish. And so uh, I moved up in the Northwoods and met some gals that fished, and uh, and they taught me a lot of stuff and how to hunt and stuff like that. So, and it, you know, we, we always tip up fished, and we, you know, kind of still everybody was using the, the closed face reels and and then ultimately, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend, you know, and so somehow we got introduced and uh, it was like, well, let's go ice fishing. So one of our first gigs was up on Lake Superior. So it was just Barb and I because everybody else bailed. And so, you know, it, we kind of formed this friendship over fishing. And and one then that spring, she said to me, boy, do you think we could ever like, you think people would come and and like fish if if we started having events and we could like teach them how to fish like other women and I'm like well absolutely so boom it was just like that Wisconsin Women Fish was born but we didn't have a name to start with so that that very first fish camp uh was in 2007 and uh it was at Castle Rock Flowage um and we we camped and that very first fish camp, <laughs> the Friday night, every tent was leveled because there was a bad low-lying thundercloud that came across and wiped everybody out. So, you know, the weather has been that way since. So when somebody had said, oh my God, can we ever catch a break? You know, they were like the fourth, you know, their four, year, four years or something. I just started laughing. I'm like, no, we don't catch a break because it's the weather. So, you know, ultimately, my fishing has improved immensely. Um, I, I, you know, from ridicule, some of it, get rid of those closed face reels, but, um, you know, get, get a spinning reel and, and, you know, get, get fishing with the real people of the world type of thing. But so I eventually did and, and just learning things from Barb and, you know, her, her drive to, to feed us all the, you know, the good information and, and the good skills that we need is just phenomenal. So we're all here because of her dedication and her, her drive to make things big and better, um, you know, that, that's, that's why it's just amazing. So we're all learning every day. She's learning. I'm learning. We're all learning. And it's this wonderful thing. And the camaraderie and what, you know, what we're, what we're doing here is what men have always had fish camp and, 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 you know, deer camp. And we've all, you know, a lot of women have been excluded and, uh, so now we're feeling that camaraderie here, and that just is empowering. So it's just been a it's been a win win. Wow! Well said. Well said. Well said. Well, you know, we we are just at the start of our weekend, and I am so excited for the rest of the weekend. I have goosebumps. It's you know my favorite time of the year. I know it's many of you's favorite time that you look for year after year, and. Uh, I want to thank you for all subscribing to the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast, right? Our new subscribers. And what you can also do is do a review on the show because that bumps up our show in iTunes. And Angie Scott, my co-host from Nashville, Tennessee, is doing an excellent job putting all this together, you know, I'm just the angler that's out flitting about in the world talking to women, and she's doing a lot of the hard work back home, so thank you, Angie, and thank you, everyone, for supporting the Women Angler and Adventurer podcast, and like us on Facebook, join that group, there's a lot of really interesting women introducing themselves and saying, oh yeah, I bow hunt for 
elk in the blah, 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 whatever. There's really some interesting women that are coming forward there and just kind of connecting and sharing a little bit about their story. So I wish you all the best of luck this weekend. And I, there's two rules here this weekend. We'll get into more rules later, but only two I'll share right now. And one is make sure that you learn something and make sure that you teach something. And the, the method or the motto this year for this year's fish camp was uh, drawn up from one of our members. And the motto is? If she can do it, I can do it. Awesome. Thank you for listening, everybody.